0: And they have we, uh, come up with a, a tagline for this afternoon series yet. Or are we still just rolling with Nick's nights? So
1: I think Nick's when it was Nick's night, I think that might've been different. Nick's nights. I think we're okay. We are the next nights. It, it still works. It's it, it it's works. totally great guys. We have a
0: lot to talk about over the last week. I think some of us should have our spirits up, right? We a little, uh, two in one action. Fold <laughs> it, it out. <laughs> Dude, well, obviously, guys, I know, love doing this every Thursday. I think this, uh, this fits pretty well right here in the afternoon. Let's jump into a little bit of the weekly recap. All right. Two and one since we last met, right? We had that Rockets game. 116-103. We pulled that W off. A uh, ugly, weird, uncomfortable Celtics game, 114-107. Like, I couldn't wrap my mind around that one. And then the Pistons, we pulled that one off 105-91. to 91. Jerry? Listen, they're, not, they're not pretty games, oh, but we'll take them. No, you know? not at all. So, three guys I want to highlight on there, but I want your thoughts, Jerry, first, man. Overall, who's been your highlight over these three games?
2: <sighs> well, look, first and foremost, with everything going on, you know, to go two and one when you're missing like half your roster for real, and obviously other te- like signing guys off the street. Uh, y- you take it. I mean, it was some ugly, ugly stuff. Uh, gotta <laughs> highlight Kemba Walker. Okay. I know I get it. Like he was benched playing him out of necessity He's plus minus in the two wins. I believe he was plus nine against, uh, I think, or maybe he's plus nine against the Celtics, and then he's like plus five against yeah. the Pistons. Absolutely. I mean, we have no cho- choice. We have to play him, but he's proven to be like, worthy of a rotational spot here. now with Derek Rose out for eight weeks, you know, it's, it's almost like this is a Derek terrible week. analogy.
1: I didn't even realize he's out for eight weeks of school. Yeah. yeah. He had surgery. Well, now that yeah, you brought yeah, it so up, that yeah.
2: analogy, but you want to be careful right? Like this goes for guys or girls where your friend is dating someone. Maybe you don't really like that person. You don't think that's a good fit, but then, and then they break up and you tell your buddy or your friend, like, Oh, I'm so glad you guys broke up. Cause that shit wasn't going to work. And then they get back together. And that's exactly <laughs> what we just saw. The Knicks and Thibodeau are back together with Kemba Walker. And now it's, it doesn't seem like it's awkward. And if anyone can handle it, it's Kemba, but we are back together
0: with Kemba Walker? Well, he came, I mean, obviously he came with a chip on his shoulder, right? I mean, smiling throughout every game, he's going in there, and he's like, all right, you're going to bench me? I mean, he came to prove his, his point. I mean, literally when I pull up his stats versus Celtics, he had 29 points, six rebounds, two assists. Versus the Pistons, he went off for 21 points, eight rebounds, five assists. Kemba made a statement, hands down. Yeah. So you brought up the uh, D. Rose injury. I mean, we're talking two months. After this ankle surgery, yes. right? At least you know you know who's going to step
1: up right now. Miles well, McBride,
2: baby. Yeah, well, in another probably yeah. another six days when yeah, he's so off the COVID go. protocol. COVID.
1: Explain, first of all, can someone explain to me what the COVID like? It feels like it's going on for a very long time. Like how long are these guys out for with COVID protocols?
2: I think it's again. I don't know. I definitely don't know the the absolute facts of it. I, I thought if like you were vaccinated. It you could come back before the ten day. I think it's a ten day period of, right. like you know, you officially could break quarantine after ten days. I think, but if you're vaccinated, that could be shorter. But no one's
0: really breaking it under ten days, right? Again, and then don't also quote me. I don't know. I'm just going off yeah, what they're I doing read. the factor too. If you have a fever, then you have to have twenty four hours without a fever, then test to make sure it's not pulling up. So some of them are lasting ten days. Some of them are lasting, yeah. 14, Listen, I, you know, I, crazy.
1: I, I remember we were talking last week. It was the Thursday, the thir- it was Thursday and the game was what? Friday? The next game was Friday last week? I believe so, yeah. Believe so. so I'm just, you know, I'm took it, looking at the numbers right now. We had, you know, starting lineup was Randall, Noel, Rose, Burks, Fournier. That starting lineup, everyone was minus except for Burks. Burks was plus 13, played a good, played an okay game, not a good game. He was two for 10. But um, Randall minus nine, shot six for 18. The bench, though, Mitch Robinson, 17 points, nine rebounds, plus 21. Miles McBride, 36 minutes. The coach trusts him, which is a big, that's a big signal. He actually played more than quickly, quickly played 32 minutes. McBride was six from 11. 6 for 11 had 15 points plus 19 also nine assists four steals four steals guys and no turnovers. So I uh, you know quickly also played fantastic 24 points plus minus 19 four rebounds. So you know my takeaway from this you know again I, I try to keep I try to keep a positive outlook. I'm a Nick fan, I'm always looking for the of course. Positive. I think you know D Rose D Rose has been our I think our our rock throughout the season. Um, unfortunately he's going down. I think that this gives a huge opportunity to miles McBride. Um, I think McBride is going to step right in and actually take Rose's minutes directly. It's going to be a one for one swap. I think Kemba will get the starting nod. Um, I think right. Kemba will go back to the starting lineup just because they need some. They need. They actually need the veteran presence now without Rose. I think you know. I think Tibbs needs that. So the veteran presence as the point guard. I think. I think we see. You know. I think we're going to see McBride potentially and quickly as the as the backup. Uh, you know, one two. It's a smaller backcourt. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I could see that being the the one two the one-two lineup and having them going back to the original starting lineup, which would be like, you know, the Kemba lineup with, with, uh, Fournier, unless Fournier doesn't get the spot. I mean, listen, Fournier, if you look at his games, He's Fournier, been tearing it up a little
0: bit over the last three, he had
1: twenty-three against Houston. He had, um, he had, He, was, he and Kemba both
2: played great we, against the Celtics. They clearly want to get them back.
1: Twenty-two against the Pistons. So he had a solid game. And then he, what did he play? He, then he played, he had, uh, Twenty thirty-two against the Celtics. So Fournier has stepped up. So I, I mean, I guess like you're, if Thibodeau has been saying, listen, the guys who play well are going to play the, are going to play the minutes. So he's not like, he's not banning Kemba. He's like, Kemba played well, Kemba will play. Um, I think that. And means- also by necessity,
0: he kind of had no choice. Right. So it gave Kemba that
1: chance to kind of be like, ha ha, keep me in, you know, that's no doubt about it. Um, I think it's worth. So if you're asking me who the players of this, my player of the week, um, I'm going with Mitch Robinson. I thought Mitch Robinson played uh, bully beast ball um, Last game, the game we won um, versus the Pistons, I, I actually thought he was dominant, like a dominant presence. was completely disrupting the game. Um, so to me, that was really – it was beautiful to see. Houston, he played well, led the team in plus-minus, um, dropped, I think, what was it, what did we say, 21 points or something to that nature? Or seven, uh, 17 points. 17. So, yeah. So Mitch was Mitch – listen, if Mitch can – he, we have to keep in mind here, and I, I tend to say this a lot about Mitch, is that like, he is coming off a season – he's coming off a lot of injuries, a lot of time not playing, but also he added, what was it, 30 to 40 pounds of muscle. And that changes your game a little bit. It changes your timing. It changes your jumping ability. It changes the way you block shots and, and go up for rebounds. So, like, I think he was adjusting for the first quarter of the season to this new weight that he has for the first time in his career. He was a scrawny, springy dude, and now he's burly. So I think he's adjusting, and I think that now we're going to see – I think we're going to see some serious progress going forward. Little unknown
2: fun fact about Mitch Robinson that I hope Knicks fans have picked up from. I actually had this conversation this morning with the Knicks, uh, Knicks Gaming 2K League coach, Kyle Rudy. The Damian Dotson signing, which, by the way, to me was brilliant because you needed the bodies, right? And Dot is a guy who I've actually gotten to know, always keeps himself in shape, number one. And then also, you know, he was a Nick. He and Mitch Robinson have a great rapport. They're actually really good friends from Dotson's previous. So I don't know if it's that much of a surprise that Dotson's there versus Detroit and Mitchell Robinson has his maybe best game in the last hey,
0: year, possibly, Tibbs is
2: calling it his best game. And I, I know mean, it's Tibbs Pistons, publicly. but we'll take all the wins where we can. I don't sleep on the fact that Dotson was there, and maybe if we see more good play out of Mitch, if Dotson maybe hangs around this roster just for the just for the Mitchell Robinson, you know, chemistry he, he, factor.
1: He's always a, he's always a solid plug and play player. Mm-hmm. We know Dotson. We know he's a three and D guy. He could come off the bench. He could play some solid defense. He could hit three ball jump shots. So we know he could play. You know, I, I'm looking at someone in the comments saying, uh, you know, should we be eyeing the lottery? Like a Thibodeau team does not eye the lottery. It just doesn't happen. So we're gonna fight to we're gonna fight for the playoffs no matter what, and we're gonna hopefully develop some young talent along the way. I and mean, that's what we have to we have to focus on this year. So is anybody back yet? For so first of all, when, so. Like, like when is the night the next game is what today
2: tonight tonight, or- tonight up against yeah. the wizards which they, the wizards fell off a little bit they're they're back into the six seed because they won like two games in a row uh i don't think their COVID situation is that bad but uh top and cleared protocols yesterday rj cleared today so i don't know what this means for are they gonna play tonight uh i think i think Topping would probably be more likely than RJ because he RJ literally cleared today, but we'll see. I mean, yeah, this is actually an important game. You know, the Wizards are going to be one of those teams that we will be battling for the six through eight, nine You know, we'll be battling with a team like the Wizards all year long. So if we could stack a win right here, it would be nice.
0: Yeah. So we still got Noel, right? We got nope, Noel's bride. out quickly. Grimes and Knox are all still out with lower yep. protocol. So I want to take a step back real quick. So back to the D Rose injury, right? Drew, you, you mentioned, well, obviously Kemba McBride. Well, with McBride being gone for me, D Rose is arguably our most important player currently. Okay. I mean, he's averaging 12 points a game, four assists. He's shooting 45% from the field goal. He's 40% beyond the arc with these guys still in protocol, having no idea who can we rely on outside of Kemba to fit that role and be that other guy? Is it going to be (laughs) Fournier? Do we get RJ back tonight? If that, if so, are we back to you know hopefully RJ
1: yeah. doing his thing?
2: Or it's gonna have to be quickly. Uh, well, and quickly, Burks is cool. gonna go forty again, probably. He's quickly yeah, is yeah.
1: quickly out. Quickly's out too, though.
2: He is. Oh, yep. quickly is not cleared yet. Oh God, that's nope. going Burks is gonna go forty. Look, the guy we need. Let's be honest. Like I, w- we need Randall. We need Randall he's to. Not, to I don't think I don't need put up forty, but he just needs to be efficient. He just needs to be efficient, and that's really a big key. Kemba, you don't quite know yet if you could trust him. He's getting there. I mean, you, Kemba, you, you played, Kemba,
1: I can't believe Kemba played. I'm looking at the minutes right now. Last game last yes, last game. you had Kemba playing 40 minutes of basketball. Right,
2: but he was off for 10 days. Yeah, that's you, why, you know, yeah,
1: that's fine, but it's not great for guys' knees that are that old and have had some problems. Like, there's just no one. I mean, like Selden is a joke. He should. So I, I've been keep I keep tweeting about this, and I haven't gotten a clear answer. There's a dude in our D league that in our G league team, sorry, um, Luca Samontic, that has just been absolutely dominating the G league team. He's not, you know, not a guard, obviously. He's a he's a forward. Came out of San Antonio as a as a first round pick. Um, San Antonio coach had raved about him, and he's just been uh, he was the player of the week a couple weeks ago, averaging thirty and ten. I've been watching some of his highlights. The kid can ball. I'm, why has there been no word about why this kid is not being brought up? Because that's mean. not the position we
2: need right now. That's out. You know, we we have forward, we have Fournier, we have Randall, Toppins now back. We knew he was coming back. If we need, if anything, we need guards. Like, oh, not any guard. We need point guards, ball handlers. Uh, and you know, it is a far cry. Like G League is great, and you want to see those guys putting up numbers, but. You know, you don't want to bring a guy like that up, and then he has a terrible game, and then you kind of ruin Like, They're just going to let him cook down there. I don't think he's the savior just yet.
1: I mean, but some of these guys that are playing right now, if you look, I mean, you, you can't – I mean, there's no need for minutes to go to Wayne Seldon. Um, you know what I mean? Like he's just – he doesn't do anything out there. I mean, every time I've seen him play, he just kind of idles around. Um, listen, Dotson can play. I'm happy to have Dotson out there.
2: Yeah, and I trust Dotson.
1: Yeah, I trust Dotson. I know him. I trust him. What's the deal with this guy? Um, I don't know if you guys heard about this guy, Mooney. I heard we signed I don't a 10-day contract to. Well, we signed,
2: we signed House today, too. Daniel House, who's a veteran, veteran years with the Rockets, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Plug-and-play guy, 3-and-D, you know? Yeah. So I don't know if he gets suited up tonight. I don't, I, don't, again, I don't know how any of this works. Like, I think they literally signed him this morning. So I don't know if he'll be yeah, dressing it's, tonight.
0: It's new for all of us. So it's like, God, you know, they like up on.
2: when like you're trying yeah. to like leave. And so, like, hey, man, you're the 10th guy. You got to stay. <laughs> <laughs> you're the 10th man. If you leave the game's I like, ah, all right, I'll play. Let's sure, go. I'm
0: down to do it.
2: But, all right. Uh, so real
0: quick,
1: let's look at who we got coming up. Wait, 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 wait Sorry. Just real quick. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Uh, yeah. Real quick before we move on. What did you guys think of um uh Cade Cunningham? Like it was like my I didn't like he played a terrible game. I I've, I've seen him play a couple mm-hmm. times now. I don't know. Am I am I missing something? Like what was all the hype? He was a minus 18 against the Knicks. Got one two for That was team.
2: a messy game in general. Like yeah. if you really watched and I watched that whole game, that yeah. no one looked good in that first half. No, and man. then eventually the Knicks defense kind of is the thing that grinded it out and Mitch Robinson was pretty dominant uh yeah, it was definitely wasn't a good game. To me, I chalked that up to like, look, that's just rookie stuff. You know, yeah. like that's going to happen. Not everyone could be Evan Mobley who hasn't really had a bad game. yet. Although he did have a bad game against the Lakers way back. Yeah. Uh, I think Cade's fine and going to be good, but uh,
0: he's going to have those nights, man. Yeah, Definitely going to have those nights for them too. They're already missing some pieces, right? To go hand in hand with him, right. And They also were dealing with the COVID stuff, right? right? They were picking up guys the rough. day of the game.
1: No, yeah, everything's like the, the, a guy who just to talk a little bit more about the games that we just passed, Sadiq Bay. I actually think he's a baller. I think he is, he's, cool. he's oh, a really, like I, you know, obviously, also another player didn't have a great game. But Sadiq Bey can ball, dude. Like, he's a guy who, like, after I'm watching him play, I went right to NBA Top Shot, and I started scooping up his moments. Like, he's – the kid can ball. I think he's got some skills. Yeah, I saw
2: that Clay just posted that Joe Johnson signing. Is there anything more fitting for where we're at with this COVID stuff that's like, you sign Joe Johnson, he comes walking in, in (laughs) a jersey, ready to get buckets, right? I saw Joe, man. Like, once a bucket, always a bucket.
1: You know who I'm rooting for? I want to hear. I want to hear Jamal Crawford get off the couch.
2: I I mean, if 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 COVID has not given Crawford an opportunity yet, man. I mean, we saw Isaiah Thomas is now back with the yeah. Lakers. You know, I I would love to see Crawford. I right. mean, Crawford from all Crawford apparently goes to like L.A. Fitness and will just be like, "I got next," and he'll yeah. just go ball <laughs> up some regular dudes like me. <laughs> and do
1: you, uh, you remember? Do you remember like in I think it was '94 there was an April Fool's plant prank where Walt Frazier geared up and they took Scott Brooks spot on the Knicks roster. And he was like, you know, Frazier was in his fifties and like whatever, but he's geared up. Like this is the perfect time to like do, to bring back the Walt Frazier, like some G, like real OG player. Okay. This is up. a
2: fun new segment alert. Okay. And I, I'm, I, I'm not making light of the yeah. COVID situation. Yeah. I'm just saying if there is a retired Nick that you had to pick to fill Mm -hmm. a roster spot right now, and it's gotta be someone who like, you can't say Frazier's gotta be someone who can actually
0: contribute now. Presently. I got one. It's uh, so funny that you bring this up, Jerry. Go ahead. Did Drew. you have that I got, segment already? Porto? No, no, I, I, I got cosplay? something. No, 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 I got something
1: that's going to segue
0: perfectly. Oh, with okay, this good.
1: Good. All go so. ahead, Drew. I got one. I'm gonna. Oh, there's two, there's people in the comments bringing out a great one. Obviously, Jeremy Lin is a, Jeremy Lin's a real possibility. Hype the Garden up for a little bit. Bring him back. He could still ball. He's still young. That's a really good one. Mine was Amari Sodemer. I see he still plays ball. He's still out there. He's still athletic. He still plays ball. Like just to come in with some veteran leadership, drop twelve points, get eight rebounds. Like I'm no, I have no doubt Amari can still ball. So I think Amari would be an interesting one. But like what I'm seeing in the comments right now, I think Jeremy Lin would be a really fascinating player.
2: I feel like Allen Houston could hit fourteen foot elbow jumpers all day, right?
1: He's too corporate. He,
2: but he still like he still looks like he's in phenomenal shape. A lot, of, a lot of the previous Knicks like LJ still looks like he's in great shape. Sprewell still looks like he's in great shape. But Allen Houston, that form never goes away. I still feel like you run a couple of high high screen and rolls with him, and you 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 flail him out to the elbow and that perfect jump. I feel like Allen Houston could put up eight points in in eighteen minutes and not be a total liability on defense.
1: What about uh, someone else bringing up J.R. Smith? Oh, hell yeah. But I don't want J.R. Smith to stop playing golf
2: yeah. at all. Jr. Smith needs yeah. to
0: continue to do what he's doing. But that's a good one. That's a good one. That's, that's good a real one. good one. Well, look, you got Jeremy in the chat who agrees with you, Drew. Mari said on Instagram the other day he would love to still play ball.
1: I uh, I I think he – I mean, listen, he's he played over in Israel for a little while. I think he played in that three-on-three. Th- you know – the three on three Ice Cube League. Anyone, anyone from I mean Joe Johnson, that's where he was balling out.
2: Joe Johnson,
1: Cat Moley was always a good I got it was my a guy. bucket. I got my guy and I know that and he needs and he needs it too. Nate Robinson. After that box, Nate, Nate. Yeah. Nate, well, Nate's one of my favorite players of all time, too. Like, truly. Like up, up there with like he was my next generation Starks. It was like Starks for me in the nineties and it was Nate for me in like the two thousands. Like those are my right. I don't know why that just those guys I just they play with all their heart on the court and like I love the emotion that they bring to the team. Nate, you know, coming after that knockout by Paul, you know, he, he needs to come out here and drop some threes to remind people that he's still a ball player.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I give me the six seven guy though. Nate was so built on his athleticism, which was pound for pound. The best. I just wonder, what is he like? Thirty six now, thirty seven? I
1: don't think so. I
2: wonder. Uh, I did play with him three years ago at the Celebrity All Star Game in L. A. at Staples Center, and uh, he like pinned someone's shot on the backboard. I mean, it was like watching a rocket ship take off. He just and he like glide. It wasn't even like maximum effort, but yeah. That, those are good ones. I don't know. I want to see Allen Houston take some 14-foot jump shots.
1: Yep, yup. I hear you. All
0: right, Jacob, what you got for us, brother? Well, it's great because you couldn't plan this any better, but I came up with this segment for you two today. All right, so you're going to rank them top five. All right, I'll start with you, Jerry. Here's your options. Latrell Sprewell, Allen Houston, John Starks, Derek Harper, R.J. Barrett. What's your order? Oh, man.
2: Okay, I'm going to go five to one. I got to put R.J. five just because he's not there yet. I do think uh, R.J. will eventually get there. Okay, I go R.J. five, yeah. Derek Harper four. Oh, Spreewell and Houston, I love so much. I'm going to go Spreewell three. Houston to Starks one, but you could flip flop that Houston Sprewell thing.
1: You don't have to even ask me; I'd say the same thing.
0: Perfect.
2: All right, oh cool. man, that's uh, <laughs> I love seeing those faces.
1: And, uh, I know. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, Starks was my clear number one. I agree, Houston Sprewell could flip, but you know the Houston big that shot against Miami, I just that that tips the edge for me. Um, Derek Harper is an underrated basketball
2: player. Derek Harper in the JoJo English fight uh in the bulls i think that was the 90 that was the chance the year we got to the finals and lost to the rockets 94. Yep Derek Harper was the piece that put that 94 team from like you know really good and could like he really was the stabilizing
1: presence that we needed. We had a rookie point guard Charlie Ward coming out of uh coming out I don't think
2: Charlie Ward was on that team. I think it was Greg Anthony and I think it was Doc Rivers.
1: Yep, you're right.
2: And then Derek Harper came in to kind of stabilize the backcourt and became the starting point guard.
1: You're right. So when was – Charlie Ward maybe was on
2: the roster as like a DNP or he might have been the year – I'll look that up while we talk but yeah, I don't because, know if Charlie Ward right. I know
1: Greg, Greg Anthony was definitely Greg Anthony was the early 90s so he was probably 92 so 90. he was
2: drafted 94 26th yeah. overall so I cool. don't know if he was yeah. getting minutes just no, yet minutes, but
1: he was the young he was the young point guard learning from D. Harper at that time but you're right. Probably Greg Anthony or Doc Rivers. I thought Doc was gone by then. Doc was not on that team. He was he was gone by that point. I think it was Greg Anthony who. Was
2: but there. I think that was part of the the trade. I think that was part of the issue of why they needed Derek Harper was because of that the point guard situation. No doubt. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. That was ninety three, ninety four, right? Yes.
0: All right. So you heard it, Knights. We need to start hashtag Bring
2: Allen Houston back. No, Doc Rivers was there. Uh, Greg Anthony was there. Hubert Davis, obviously. Yeah, I don't see Charlie Ward. I I just think maybe he was just like not fully ready to go yet. Or maybe he would. No, he was 94 draft, so he wasn't on a team. That was the 93-94 season.
1: So he
0: was drafted after the the finals in 94.
1: Okay,
0: got it. Makes sense. Yep. All right, so here, I'm going to bring up another one. I'll start with you, Drew. Here's your options. Yep. Mitch Mitch Robinson, Bill Cartwright, Patrick Ewing, Marcus (laughs) Camby, and Amari Stoudemire.
1: Wow. All right, I'm gonna go with um, Ewing, I'm gonna go with Amari, then I'm gonna go with Camby, then Cartwright, then Mitch. That's one right. through five, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know, Pat was first. Come on. <laughs> uh,
2: l- let me see that list again. Okay. Yep. Okay, going five to one. I'm um, I'm going, Mitch five. Same thing, rookie bias. Uh, Cartwright four. Although, don't rule out he ha- he played good with the Knicks and the tr- they traded him. For Charles Oakley. So yeah. Cartwright was the asset that brought Charles Oakley totally. to us. Uh, this might cause a little stir. I got Amari three. Love Amari. But bottom line is, Canby was a big part of that 99 finals run.
1: Huge part. So well, I got him two. Are you, are you talking about as a Nick only? Because I was considering Amari as a player, like top five. I'm just talking about Nick's career. Okay. All right. So then that shit then that's a fair yeah. argument. I still think I'd give it to Amari. I mean, I remember he was like breaking records with most 20 points games in a row. Yeah,
2: but this didn't have any success. Yeah. And i don't put, I don't put that on him. Yeah. He was an MVP before the Mellow trade, MVP candidate before the was Mellow was. trade. Yes. And it was like his last good years of the knees. I just like, if you really look back to 99, Ewing gets hurt. Oh yeah, which opens the door for Canby mm-hmm. who was just in the playoffs was all over the place. So yeah. I put Marcus two, And obviously Pat, if anyone doesn't have Patrick Ewing, number one,
1: I've got Ewing.
0: problems. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well that worked out. Perfect. Cool. Chat, feel free to give us your, uh, your rankings on those. So let's jump in guys. Let's see what we got coming up next. Yep. Let's do it. So we already talked about it. We got Toppins back. We got RJ's back. Looking at other guys that came off protocol. looks like a lot of them are back that same night. So we might have those guys available tonight versus the Wizards. Wizards have lost seven of the last nine. Drew, do you think we handle Beal, Kuzma, Dinwiddle? Do we get
1: that W? What's it going to take? I'm actually curious. Does, uh, I'm looking at the Wizards. Do they have anyone out? Um, sounds like they have uh KCP Contavious Calvo Pope, he's out on health and safety protocols. Um, Rui Hachimura, has he been playing at all? No,
2: he's out for yeah, I think personal reasons. Yeah,
1: sounds like that. Yeah, so Nick's out is god, wait a second, guys. I don't see Obi topping back. It says at least on the injury court that I'm looking at right now, maybe it just hasn't been updated.
2: I think it's been updated. He cleared protocol yesterday, doesn't mean he's gonna play. But he definitely cleared yesterday. RJ definitely cleared today. So I guess technically they can play. The question is, you know, how are they feeling? And do right. they have their win? Are they ready still to go? There.
1: Yeah, now, and the Wizards, I remember like early in the season, I was shocked how how the Wizards were performing. They had like a very impressive record. Now they're you know 16 and 15. I think like you know, like Jerry said, that is a um there is a really that is going to be one of the teams we're battling for a spot. There's no doubt about it. Um, we need Randall to come through. I mean, this is a this mm-hmm. is a backcourt heavy team. You know, a, like a wing heavy team in terms of like how they where they get their points from. So, you know, I think we're going to need our big guys to really step up in this game. Uh, God, I mean, I don't know who's going to, who knows what we're going to get from RJ. Who knows what we're going to get from OB. Uh, listen, they're young kids. They could probably bounce back pretty quickly. It's not like we're looking at like you know. It's not like right. we're looking at you know a Derrick Rose ten days in the bed and then having to hop out and play. You know, we're looking at two young kids with some with 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 uh, you know with Jets that can that can come out and bounce back quickly. But you know, we're we're definitely thin, man. We are definitely thin.
2: I'm gonna make a prediction.
1: Yeah. So we know
2: that RJ started off the year hot, mm-hmm. and then he fell off a cliff shooting percentage wise you know you're always still going to get the effort from him defensively and we certainly could use him tonight even if he's at 80 percent to just give us some minutes to run after beal and yeah. dinwiddie who get who that i mean dinwiddie i'm so impressed with Dinwiddie. that was really a guy I really i wanted the knicks to go after and i think yeah. there was a chance they could have maybe had him i'm not sure so rj could definitely help us but my prediction is this sort of COVID reset that hit the Knicks and that's hitting every team. I'm not again I'm not making light and saying good things could come out of any of this, but I think the time away for good reason is gonna help RJ.
0: Talk yeah, about like getting clear, reset.
2: all that, you know, because he might have been in his head a little bit. Like I even like, I'm not trying to equate myself to an NBA player, but there's times even when I was a kid you you know that feeling when it's like you just feel like you can't make a shot and yeah, you're catching the ball and in your mind you're literally saying, God, I hope I don't miss. And uh-huh. you're usually going to miss. I think this might have reset a little bit for him. And I think he's going to – whenever he gets back on the court, uh, I think he's going to start putting up some of those numbers we saw in the first two weeks.
1: So I, I... – I'm actually uh, – I completely also agree on the Dinwiddie side too, though. Dinwiddie is super impressive. He's, he's good. A, he's a good he ball player. I think we all forgot how good he was because he was out all year last year. But, you know, he's a ball player. They got. I'm looking at their team right now. They are just so wing heavy. Kyle Kuzma, mm-hmm. uh, Dinwiddie, called, uh, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Bradley Beal, Denny Adjujina, uh, whatever, how you pronounce his name. They are just such a wing heavy team. I don't even know who their starting point guard is. Who's their start? Is it Aaron? I think it's Dinwiddie. Might be Aaron Holiday. Even I don't even know. Is it Dinwiddie plays point? No, he's a small forward. No, Dinwiddie's
2: a ball handler. I mean, he's six seven. He's like a legit six seven. So he could play anywhere. But he's like that's the thing. If you kind of get out of traditional positions, which I think the Wizards are one of those teams where it's not okay. You're the point guard. You bring the ball up because we'll see Beal bring the ball up. Uh, Yeah, I think that you just classify no, Dinwiddie I don't think as a they, wing ball handler.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I don't think they actually have a natural point guard from what I'm seeing. Yeah. The, the two assist leaders on the team are Beale and Dinwiddie. Yeah, and those are both natural shooting guards, small forward players. Like, or like, let's call them. They are natural shooting guards. Let's call it that. So, like, they don't really have a number, a one point guard. It's probably what they're missing. It's probably, I mean, that's where I guess the wall, the John Wall gap is. You know what I mean? That was that's what they lost there. They never really filled that role. And And Thomas Thomas Bryant's
2: big out for them. Thomas Bryant's good, and Rui's good as well. So, like, the Wizards are. I, I like that roster a lot.
1: Yeah, some pieces there. I don't yeah. know. If it's most, I don't know if it's the most complementary team. Like, I don't know if they fit perfectly. But there are a lot of nice little pieces there that I wouldn't be shocked if they have the assets to make a trade or do something in that in that world. Um, what's the game after the Wizards?
0: We've got our Christmas. Christmas, game.
1: <laughs> Christmas game. So here's my question for the
0: Christmas game. We're already getting smacked around by COVID. Does Trey come and play the Grinchmas and steal Christmas from well, us? Well, we don't know if Trey's going to play, right? Not right. only that, they put an article out two hours ago that there's talks of the Hawks-Knicks game being postponed.
2: Yeah, because Trey is still in protocol. Capella yep. is in protocol. Gallinari is in protocol. We've
0: got our five guys in protocol. <laughs> we got
2: our five. I mean, oh, you might wait, be able to no. make a roster out of both teams. You might be able to get 12 <laughs> guys out there to play.
1: Uh, so hold on real quick. Is our roster, our guys, would they be back by that game? Because that's... If that's the case, we'll have a major we'll have a major. RJ,
2: RJ and, and Toppin by then should be active and ready right. to go. The other guys, uh, I don't they, know. they
0: have to still clear and they have to have two negative tests before we even know if they'll be back in time. Who? The other guys. Any of the other guys, yeah. Yeah, so uh,
2: who knows? But yeah, I mean, the Hawks... That was a and look as as much as you could say like oh great play the Hawks without Trey Capella and Gallinari like I get it I'm i I'm the first guy who says like get a win where you ever you can get a win, but man the oh, Christmas man. Day game which is a game that I used to mm-hmm. go to, I went to a Christmas Day Knicks game like six years in a row, uh, it's 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 it, so, even when the the teams were not expected to win, <laughs> and uh, I was really excited about this game so I mean who knows it's still a chance that we could get some negative tests. And I would love to see both teams close to full strength, even if it equals a Knicks loss. Like I want Trey in the garden, oh, yeah. man. I want him 100%. there. He deserves to be there. Yeah, dude. It's like
1: 100%. Trey's our modern day Reggie Miller. Yeah, for sure. Yeah there was nothing I looked forward to more than when Reggie would come to town. I'd be, you know, like for me, like I'm sitting there, I felt like Spike Lee was me. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> I'm like showing all the emotion there. Like, you know, I, you know and, and I, and I, I love to see that. I love the, the Trey young kind of role that he plays as the villain in the garden and he plays it well, he plays it well. So I, it's a great matchup. If both teams are healthy, it's a perfect Christmas day game. Just like the energy of that, of the arena of the, 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 the kind of the rivalry that's starting to form um, mm-hmm. between the two teams, they actually match up very well. I, I thought they, you know, like, they were better than us last year, but I thought they matched. I thought the matchups were really, you know, very well matched up. Like if you see like position position to position um, I just, you know, obviously I think that the um, that Trey is the difference as a superstar. Because he is the only superstar in that game, in my opinion, on both teams. But position by position, I thought those teams really match up well. Uh, I would have loved to see them all healthy, but I'll also very happily take Trey and the rest of those guys being out and us having our guys in and take a W.
2: They are talking about postponement, though, right? Is that what you're saying? They are. Like, I thought I There's saw been, that. There's
0: yeah. been uh, three articles now, and the last one was an hour ago, um, and that they're not sure if that's because Knicks haven't announced. They announced two that came off protocol but there's speculation that there might be one or two people that add a to protocol. So if that's the case, and then you got Atlanta adding more to protocol, who the heck are you starting? Who are you playing? We don't get our Christmas game. It's so Alan hard.
2: Houston.
0: <laughs> yes, make it happen. Allen Houston. <laughs> Bang. Oh, guys, it, it's so hard. I mean, with COVID and everything to even predict the future, right? We can't even really sit there and say, yeah, that's a W for us, or that's going to be a tough one because we have no idea with any team we're up against because after that we've got the
1: Timberwolves. I mean, it's, it's, it's not, it's not just basketball here. It's also like, I'm in oh, fantasy, yeah. I'm in the fantasy football semifinals and I heard I just lost Eckler yesterday. So I'm just yeah. like, I'm like, I, that's like demoralizing <laughs> of nowhere.
2: Off topic, yeah. but yeah. on topic, uh, COVID has also made me realize something. I am, t- I am officially, and this is sad to announce, but I am retired in full from fantasy football.
1: Oh no, why? It's
2: gone. It's dumb. It's dumb. It's officially dumb. I <laughs> lost all three <laughs> leagues to like, I played the kicker in all three leagues who had 24 points. Uh, yeah, I'm losing defenses. Yeah. I had McCaffrey for two. I'm out. I'm going to take, like gambling is legal now in New York as a fellow DGN. It's <laughs> coming to Ohio. It's coming everywhere. I would like to take the resources I put into fantasy football, which is some resources, folks. Yeah, yeah. And I would rather take that money and just bet props like yeah. a true DGEN, and sure. not just be like, oh, well, I, you know, I'm stuck with uh, Christian but McCaffrey. Here's the good
0: news, Jerry. You know, we, we, we do have this team that we'll be able to run, draft, and call plays for in a couple months. I mean, you won't, we don't need fantasy when the I'm out. I'd much is rather dead. be We're a
2: good. part of the draft. I'm a part of the Knicks gaming draft process in the front office. I'd love to, like, yes, it's so much, like, fantasy football is not going anywhere. Drew, I wish you the best of luck. But yeah, like, it's too random. I, I mean, COVID, I know, has a lot to do with it, but
1: COVID I just can't yeah. do it. There's no doubt COVID is absolutely derailing teams right now. Oh, yeah. um, I you know my, I, I made a quick moves. I, I picked up Justin Jackson to come in from Eckler, and I came in, and I scooped up. Um, I went, and I scooped up. Who's a Fournette's backup?
2: Ronald Jones, so, who's a very trendy pick. Yeah, he's the yeah, pick of the week for sure.
1: So, luckily, I saved a lot of my like bidding money for uh, the last these last few weeks. And I just went ham this week. But, yeah, I meant there's some railroading injuries. I'm out.
2: Just going to be sitting at a tavern gambling like a true degenerate.
0: Take
1: <laughs> it what you got, baby.
0: Well, I want to talk about the Timberwolves game. They're another one, as of this week, had five. Players that were added on the COVID list? Sure. So, again, another team that had, I mean, it looks like they have them that they're slated to whoop up on us. Do we have our guy? If everything goes with protocol, we have our guys back by the 28th.
2: This is a very winnable stretch. You know, Hawks, we talked about with like if, if Wizards, Hawks is the first kickoff to a very big stretch. We got to get one no matter what, but gosh, if we could get both. Then we got Wolves, winnable. Mm hmm. I don't, I don't want to jump ahead too far. Thunder, like, cannot lose to the Thunder. And yep. then we got the Raptors who we owe. The Raptors have smacked us around two games. Like, we owe the Raptors a, a beatdown. So, this is a big stretch that would propel us right back into the six seed madness.
1: Yeah, agreed. Uh, I mean, it's, it's critical. It's like, a, I mean, after this stretch, it's another tough one, too. So, like, we got to take care of business here. Even if it's just to like put us in a nice, like at the end of the day, like, again, we don't think we have a championship team here. I think we're all in agreement. This is not a contending team. Now, either we know that they'll be, they're going to either make a move or we're going to have, I I want that intense fight for a playoff spot basketball. I'll take that. You know, listen, as a 20 year losing Nick fan, I take what I can get and fighting for a playoff spot is fun as hell basketball. I take yeah. that any day of the week. So as long as like we're in the running, like there's nothing worse as a Knicks fan, truly. Like, and I, I watch every single game. I'm the kind of person that DVRs Summer League. Like I, I enjoy Knicks basketball. I look forward to it. It's like an escape for me. This is like, there's nothing worse than playing useless games at the end of the year. It's just like games that matter don't even matter. You like stop watching because it's just not fun. The players don't care. The team doesn't care. Like I, you know, I just said I want us to play meaningful basketball, even if it's even if it's competing for an eighth seed. And wait, wait, the playoff, are we, is it, did anything change this year with playoffs again? Is it top six and then seven
2: plays, 10?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's and the nine. Yeah. That's, that's and then a, that's a big that's a big thing. And that's a one game. That's a one game that's other. the one
2: I uh so yeah, that is a that's a that's a one game situation. Yeah, I think
1: it was
0: different in like
2: summer and when in the bubble, I think it was like it the was higher really seed really only really had to win really. once, the lower seed had to win two out of three or something or twice. Um yeah, and then, and then it goes back to tradition. That that'll that sets the 7 and the 8 seed. So theoretically, the 7 and 8 seed could be the, from the 9 and 10 spot if they if the underdogs, so to speak, win. So you really just want to be a top 10 team because we want to yeah. be in those playing games. But, you know, if you want to secure your – we're getting at least four games.
0: You want to be uh, a 6 seed.
1: No, I hear you. I, I'm, I'm definitely with you.
0: Fair. All right, so we'll, before we end the show, guys, let's jump into – So we touched on it a little bit before drew hot or not RJ comes back in full effect. Nice little break. He comes back and puts up the numbers. We saw him put through that little stretch.
1: I mean, I don't have any evidence to say it's hard to say. Um, I think he'll probably be rusty. Um, I'm going to go with not. I think he's going to be a little rusty. I think there's just so much movement and changes in lineups. It's not like he's coming back in to this cohesive unit that like, and this cohesive squad that he can fit right back in. Do I want him to be hot? Yes. Do I, do I, have my, are my expectations that he's going to come in and light it up? Probably not.
2: All right, Jerry, I'm going hot. I, I, I said it a little earlier. I think, mm-hmm. uh, I think this was a, a a time off period. Obviously, again, you hope first and foremost, like healthy. That being said, I think mentally, I I think RJ is the kind of guy that like breathes basketball. I think he's going to come back like a demon. Okay, and I think maybe he's forgotten about some of the stuff he might have been in his head about with the jump shot. So I think he comes back blazing, and I really hope it's tonight because we could also really use him chasing around Beal and Didwitty, and, and it would just be such a huge help right now to get
0: RJ back. Sure. So hot. hot. Nice. Hot or not, Jerry, Tibbs making up with Kemba and praising him out loud to build that relationship back up. I'm gonna say not because
2: I I, I listen, I, I I don't know near I don't know one percent of what Tibbs knows about basketball, right? Not a big shocker there. That being said, like and I guess because it's New York, when you're gonna bench a player, you have to get out in front of it with a press cut. I like I just feel like if it wasn't even like the Knicks, they would have just maybe – it would have been a smaller story. I just hated how big of a story that it became. And I don't know if I agreed with the complete like you're on the bench, like yeah. you're not playing. I, know, I right? think they could have said we're going to scale down his minutes. And if he had some DNPs, fine. So uh, if this I, – I say not, but if this has motivated Kemba to like lock it, then great. Then I'm a fan of the move. But I say not because I, I don't know if it should have been done this way.
1: Uh, sure. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take the other side. I'm going hot. I think that um I think I think Tibbs loves his vets. I think he just lost his guy, D. Rose. I think he's gonna be kissing Kemp's feet to come back. I think he needs that veteran leadership in the backcourt. I think he knows like that's where if Tibbs feels feels comfortable. He just he doesn't feel Tibbs, it is uncomfortable for Tibbs to play young kid young ball players. He just he just it's not natural for him. He's it feels almost forced. And, um, you know, he knows what he's going to get with Kemba. And I think that, that that might could put him in a more comfortable spot. I think he's going to be building up Kemba quite a bit after he's <laughs> a weak injury for D-Rose. All right. So uh, that leads
0: me to my next hot or not, because a lot of the rumors and speculations over the last seven days, Kemba comes in, he plays hot, not happy about the benching the way it was. Are we hot or not on the rumors that Fournier and Kemba can be the main trade pieces to go get somebody else? Jerry, hot or not on the trade rumors? Not. I <laughs> I, I, I just, what is it? What?
2: I, I mean, I, I say not, but yeah, I guess there are some pieces, but uh, I, we're not getting an all-star back. We're not get. you know, it's going to be more right. pieces. It's going to be like the Covington. And I, like, I don't think it's going to be some major thing that takes, uh, that makes all the difference from where we're at right now. And, um. Uh, Kemba is playing well right now. Obviously, we don't know physically if he holds up. I'm a believer in Kemba, even if it's in a much smaller way than what he once was. And with Fournier, bottom line is Fournier is a really good player. If he could just get consistent, because we've seen when he gets hot, right. he's the exact player the Knicks need, but we got to see it for more than like two games in a row. And Yeah, it's like two on,
0: three, four off. Yeah, and, I mean, and I
2: mean, that's really the difference. So, mm-hmm. you know, I- I'll make the bet with that because I don't know what we're – Pulling back, like so, it's right. hard to say. I say not for right now, but uh, if you can get me Buddy healed, we're talking. But I don't think that Trey. I don't think that gets it done. I don't think the Kemba well, part so, of it doesn't move the needle.
0: Yeah. See, the rumors are over the next three, four games. If Showcase. Kemba forty eight stay hot, does it build value? Does it make it that they're good pieces to go even with a possible draft pick along with it to get somebody important? Hey, that's why they're rumors, right? I mean, <laughs> I the news, all
1: right. I don't make it up. I feel like
2: Drew started that rumor. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> to
1: find out the source. I'm, I'm, I'm so I'm, I'm the, I keep, dude. I'm, every time, every time that um, Fournier hits a jumper right now, all I keep thinking is like, cha-ching, trade value. Cha-ching, trade value. So, like, I, I listen. I think that a contending team that wants two veteran scorers that are capable of playing minutes and being able to contribute to a, to, to a championship run are going are gonna to be willing to give up on someone who, for us, could be a much more meaningful player. Um, now, I don't know. Again, like I, there's a lot of weird situations out there. You know where I think about the Sixers. I think the Sixers are in a tough spot in a contending league. They're a contending team. They have Simmons just sitting there waiting. I think that like having some veteran leadership around the team is going to spread the court and give Embiid more room. I just don't see it as a bad thing. They don't. They don't have JJ Redick anymore. We got to remember that. Like they lost their Redick, and Fournier could fill that Redick spot real well.
2: Okay, I'm gonna breathe some life into this situation. That I think is never gonna happen. Uh, but and here's the life I will breathe. I will breathe into it. If I was Daryl Morey, who he has literally said, I will wait another year if I have to before any. Okay, now. If I am willing to pack it in this season and say, you know what? This season's a wrap. It's unfortunate. The only reason why the Knicks, the thing you just pitched would be of interest to me, and it's not because of Kemba Walker, and it's not because of Evan 48, it's because if you could get three first-round picks from the Knicks, let's be honest, Ben Simmons hasn't played basketball in what feels like 10 years. That trade will probably knock the Knicks into the lottery. Facts. Ben Simmons is not going to come right in, suit up, and lead us to the playoffs. It's not going to happen. The guy hasn't played a professional game in a very long time. That trade sure. would theoretically knock the Knicks into the lottery, maybe this year and beyond. So I think if you're Maury... Yeah, you're getting Kemba, you're getting Fournier. Maybe they help you make a run this year. But I also think you might be getting like a top five pick next year. I, I, so I, for that, I would say maybe if you're willing to punt on this year and you have a top five pick coming your way next year, because we will be bad if we made that trade. So
1: I don't see it. I, I don't I see that. I, I think I think Simmons is a is a he's a star in this league. Let's be real. He's a star. He's an all NBA defensive team, like number one defensive team on in a Thibodeau style team. You put some like does it fill our gap on the scoring side? No. So we do need that scoring shooting guard still. But we do shrinks know shrinks the floor even more. We do have we have quickly who can spread the court out to the half court line. Quickly and uh, Simmons is not a terrible backcourt to then you didn't even touch your front line. Now you got quickly Simmons and you got R.J. Randall and Mitch. I'll take quickly and Simmons over Fournier and um, I hear you, but and you we take- and honestly, we don't have the room at the end at our, in, in, on our bench to be picking up more draft picks. Like, like I think we get rid of our draft picks this year for sure and get a good player. Like, we still have two draft picks from last season that cannot find minutes. That are both first round picks. That are both. Very- I don't know. I
2: think Grimes was about to find minutes. He got COVID. He yeah, started I, the game. Think, got twenty seven. Yeah. I think he was about to take some of those. Like we talked in the last I show. Really
1: got him because of COVID, also. Right,
2: but and because of the Kemba benching, he was gonna. He he was the one that stood to take. And now Rose is out. Like the door is actually open for these draft picks whenever yeah. they get healthy. Yeah, um,
1: yeah I, I just was,
2: look. I I think that. So you're not, we, you're
1: not big on Simmons. You're not bullish on Simmons. I I, I would do that. if I could if
2: I could do if I could do that trade, I would tomorrow. But just know that you, is not taking us to any promised land in the next two, three like maybe in three years. Definitely not this year, definitely not next year, but maybe the year after that with some other free agents. Then and Simmons actually showing that he wants to play ball and wants to be a part of an offense. Like then we're in business. And that's fine for the Knicks because I think we're on that path anyway.
0: So I would
2: do it, but Makes sense. These for yeah, like the I was only making the argument that the only reason why I could even see Philly talking to yeah, them. No, is because they believe that their draft picks in the next two years will be like high lottery picks.
1: Yeah. No, I I, I agree with that. I think I I think that Simmons, and we don't know this because he's not posted Instagram videos, at least not from what I've seen. But like there's a strong possibility he's been working on his jumper the entire year. Yeah. We've
2: been saying this every offseason. <laughs> right? like he's got to
1: be doing something with it. Like he's spending all time sitting there. You're telling me he's just not sitting there throwing up a 1,000 jumpers a day. You know what? With the way the
2: world is right now, nothing surprises me anymore. If Simmons came in next year and shot 39% from three, I wouldn't even be shot. How can we be surprised at anything right now? Can't be yeah. surprised at
0: anything. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to give you guys one more hot or not before we wrap up. Sure. Hot or not, that COVID – has caused us to see the flaws in Tibbs game management when it comes to playing players on the roster. I'm and gonna, examples, I'm, go, Kevin go, benching, I'm examples, going benching, yeah. examples, minutes that should be spread differently amongst different guys, younger guys. Has COVID forced us to look at Tibbs and say maybe he is not managing it the way it should be when it comes to that rotation?
2: I'm going to say not only because like this is what he did last year and it worked and obviously you know he's trying to do it again and before the covid outbreak in the nba the team was not doing it so it's i don't know if it's fully on him mm-hmm. you know after 25 games to be like okay this doesn't work anymore i think covid's forced him to do that but uh also it's so it's so crazy like it i don't is, know if you can yeah. really use this as a metric for anything uh, I'm going the opposite again, Jerry. Drew isn't
1: we we're doing first take now, Drew. It's us <laughs> turn into first take. We don't it's agree not, on anything. Not intentional. <laughs> so, so part of me is thinking to myself, listen, I've I uh, I think there is something to be said for the fact that we play Randall 41 minutes a game, we play, you know, Burks and all these guys 35, 40 minutes a game. And then when injuries hit and when COVID hits, We have an entire younger unit that we have not given any burn to and seen them really get play and seen them work their way, like have some experience coming into a situation like this. I think that like in these kind of situations, like I see it also with him, like when there's, when the game is out of hand, he waits till there's like a minute 30 left to make the game to bring the young guys in. I'm like, dude, give them seven minutes. Like let them play a little bit, like give them the seven minutes at an 18 point lead and challenge them to hold it. Like So I, I do think this has kind of brought to my attention that, you know, Tibbs has got to be considerate, got to keep in the back pocket a little bit, that you've got to be developing the bench while playing the starters and figure out a better balance there instead of just pounding the starters into oblivion.
2: But do we not think that McBride's stint in the G League wasn't helpful? Like he balled out in the G League I'm and the minute player. that, you know.
1: Big believer in that. I'm a big believer that I'm a big believer that Knox should have been playing in the G League all year. I'm a big believer that McBride should be. A God, big poor that- Knox.
2: Uh, he was slated to get so many minutes last <laughs> yeah, time. Uh, this bam! would have been like so sad,
1: so sad for him. It really is. It's like that guy was like he's this was his perfect opportunity. And he was playing good ball, too. Well, yeah. I love the fact that we were able to have good cop, bad cop on each one of these hotter knots. today. You guys, you guys
0: are guys not killing playing. my segments today. I'm happy. Not planned. We went full. <laughs> that was a full Skip Bayless
2: we just did. We just did a full it Skip Bayless. beautiful.
0: Man. Well, guys, so excited that we were able to pull off our third episode of Big Bong next night's here in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. I hope you guys have a freaking Merry Christmas. All the viewers, everybody, look forward to picking this thing back up next week and just killing it. Um, thanks for tuning in. And before we go, I'll give you guys the who's next one more time. Happy holidays, Jerry. Happy holidays. You two
2: guys go Knicks.